Hey everyone, welcome to Evelyn's Words of Wisdom. I'm Dr. Billy J. Minton with my beautiful mother, Evelyn Minton. Mom, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. I had a great lunch and uh, and uh, I've been playing with your little doggies and uh, I've and we've been doing first one thing and another and I've had a good day so far. So have I. Um, it's been wonderful and um you know, I was just thinking today, as much as we love animals, how would you like to talk about animals today? Oh, I love animals. I'd love to. Well, first of all, you know, uh, animals, to me, they seem to be very wise. And, uh, of course, we know they're loyal and their love is unconditional. But most importantly, I think they understand the true meaning of love. And they don't take it for granted. And they always keep it consistent. Oh, yes, they do. I know uh, the little dogs that we have at the house, Layla and and Champ, they are so sweet and so intelligent, and they mind real good, and and they're just wonderful little dogs. You know, animals seem to know what's going on more than we do, and especially even with illness. I honestly believe that they live on a much higher and deeper spiritual level. What do you think, Mom? I think so. Chad, my grandson, he he's told me that when he felt bad or had a headache or anything, that uh, Champ would come around and and just moan and lay his little head over on his shoulder, and and he said he knew that uh, and that that he felt so much better. I agree with that. You know, I love all my pups the same, Blue Ridge, Page, and Fox, but for some reason, whenever I don't feel well, I just pick Blue up. And I hold him, and I've picked him up before in the middle of the night when I was very sick, and just hold him and walk around with Blue, and he makes me feel better. Oh yeah, they do. They just they're just wonderful little pets, and and they know when you're not feeling well, and uh, they try to make you better. My Yorkie puppies look like stuffed animals. They don't look real. They're so cute, do they? Oh, they're so cute. Since you cut their hair around their eyes. And they got the pretty size. I could barely see them before. <laughs> well, their hair grows really fast. Uh, Yorkie's hair is like human hair. It, it grows fast. Boy, it does. But they're so cute. And uh, when they're, you know, when you would cut their hair and everything, they're just, they look so cute. I'm the only person that they will allow to cut the hair around their face. And then Jesse does their body with a razor, uh, electric razor. But I do scissors on their face. And I... I always make sure that they have uh, a lot of personality, and I leave hair on top. And Paige has got this big curl on the top of her hair, and I just love it. She's five pounds, and she looks so cute. Oh, she does. When you first come in, here they come to me wanting their cookies. And I give them their cookies, and after they ate them, they just go on back to you. You know, um, we'll come back to, to my pups in a minute, but one thing that just came to my mind I wanted to, th- I wanted to talk about is, uh, you know, um, Susie Goose. There's this little one-legged goose at my house, and um, she was injured. I don't know if it's – I don't think she was just injured, but I don't think the injury was a long time ago. It was kind of in between uh, recently and a long time ago. Anyway, uh, literally she has her – Half of her leg cut off and all of her foot, and she only stands on one web, and she limps and hops, and her chest hits the the grass or the concrete. It's very sad to watch. She flies very low to the ground, but I've been taking care of her now for about a month and a half, 
And I take care of her to the point where she's not helpless because I don't want to make her helpless. So I, I take care of her and help her, make sure she's safe, and I feed her some, but I don't do it to where she's uh, not okay on her own. That's a, that's a good thing to do. And if she thinks that you're, you know, taking care of her and she'll get so she don't want to do anything. That's right, Mom. I do not want to make her weak. I'm only helping her to make her strong. And I've noticed a big improvement. When I first started helping her, she could barely even limp. Now she's limping better. She's learning how to limp. And she's learning how to fly low to the ground. And, you know, I never thought I'd like a goose because... I'm very, very attached to ducks, and there's a lot of ducks on my river property. But um, I'm attached to this goose, and I think I've learned a lot from her with her limp. And I've always said that we all have a limp in life, no matter what that limp may be. And uh, I've really learned a lot by spending a lot of time with this goose. And she's very tenacious. She doesn't give up. And um, she's brave, and I'm really proud of the progress that she's made. Yes, I seen her the other day, and uh, she's so pretty. And uh, she'll just hop around, you know, and she eats, and and she's always mostly by herself. But sometimes there's one comes with her. But the other day I saw a whole bunch down there, but you were feeding them. <laughs> I know. I think every duck and goose in Ridgefields likes Rice Krispies. <laughs> they they like Rice Krispies cereal. Isn't that funny? Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. But uh, I'm telling you, you're going to have to buy a lot of lot, Rice Krispies. You got that right. Well, you know, um, the uh, when, an, when an animal's human companion passes away, it makes me sad for the pet because they feel the real deepest sense of loss. Animals hurt more because they invest more in the relationship. And see, they invest so much in their relationship with a human, and it's not requested by the human, and it's not demanded. They give their whole heart to us without asking. Yes, they do. They're just so wonderful, and they're just, they come around you and and just love on you, and they're just wonderful. You know, my Yorkie pups, uh, Blue and Ridge and Paige and Fox, oh my gosh, they have such different personalities. Blue, he's a protector. And he doesn't bark much, but when he does growl, you better believe he's going to protect you. But Blue's also a kisser. He's a very happy, happy boy. And then Ridge, he barks, but he barks because he is scared. And he barks because he wants to be protected. But Ridge is a talker. He's a communicator. He's sweet. He'll tell me, you know, when he, he's got barks for everything. He's got a bark for being hungry. He's got a bark for chicken. He's got a bark for cheese. He's got a bark for going outside. Uh, He really does. He's got a bark for everything. Now, Paige, she's five pounds, and she's like a little princess, and and she likes for me to give her uh, treats. Uh, She seems to like treats more than the rest of them, but I don't let her have a bunch of it. And then Fox, Fox, she's just a little bit bigger than Paige, but she's smaller than the boys. And um, Fox is my athlete. She can run down the steps and jump over the last five steps and turn left in midair. She is amazing, and she's a little bit of a loner, but she likes for me to pick her up and hold her so she can see what's going on. So these four puppies, I'm telling you, they have the biggest 
a difference in personalities. All their personalities are completely different. Have you have you noticed? What do you think about their personalities, Mom? Oh, I think they're all different. And Ridge is the only one that's afraid of his shadow. <laughs> Ridge, he's he greets me with a cute howl if I've been away even more than five or ten minutes. And he'll howl with a toy in his mouth until I tell him how proud I am of him. He also lets me know when Blue's got something he wants or if Blue's doing something that he shouldn't be doing. So Ridge will tattletale on Blue. And they they both want to be held constantly, and they're very loving. All four of them follow me on my heels everywhere I go. It's like I feel like I'm Mother Duck, and they're the little ducks following me everywhere I go. I feel very blessed. Oh, yeah, that Blue... Uh, he, he he's a big eater. If the, if I throw two or three cookies out there, he'll get all of them and run. Yeah, he'll hide a couple in his mouth, and then he'll he'll come back and get the others. And that, then I'll have to tell him. I say I can't give you no more, and he'll stand there and just stare at me. Now, have you ever seen a dog love somebody as much as Blue loves me? No, I never have, and and that's what everyone says that they've never seen a dog like that. Now, Champ is very loving, but not that bad. Yeah, Blue is very attached to me, and you know Ridge is real attached to me too. He he has to be close to me every night. Paige has to be in my lap when I go to sleep, and Fox gets over beside of me, and Blue likes to be on my leg. So I wake up, and <laughs> they're all four on top of me. I can't even move. I cannot believe that you, when you grew up and all that, why you didn't even have a dog. Well, my allergies, but, you know, I prayed about it, and God led me to the Yorkies, and their hair is the most like a human, and they just don't bother me, and I'm so happy and blessed, and I thank God for allowing me to have these pets. I prayed about it before I got them. Well, I know it, and I'm so glad that you got them, and I'm so glad that they make you happy, and and you just seem so much different since you've got them. Oh, yes. Um, I don't know. I don't remember my life before I had my puppies. I know. It. You You were always a happy girl, but uh, but now since you got them, you just seem like you're, in, you're just happy as a lark. Yes. And, you know, Mom, I'll tell you something else. These puppies inspired you and me to start our children's series called Blue Ridge Tender Pups. Oh yeah, I wanted you. I wanted to write a little book about them, and it is so cute, and I love that book. The Blue Ridge Tender Pup series. You know, it's got uh, right now. We've got three children's books in it. The first one we did, um, Blue Ridge Tender Pups meets Hobo Wilson Christmas Eve, and you know, Hobo Wilson was a real person, and in that story, Hobo Wilson they meet him at the train station because he's a train traveler. And um, it's just, you know, they go on adventures, and they help other animals find a home. It's really just a cute little story. Oh, I love that book, those books. Uh, you'd never get tired of them. And, and my little grandkids at home, they carry those books around and want me to read to them that year and a half uh, little girl. Kendall, yeah. Kendall, she, oh, she loves those books. Yeah, Kendall, even when you FaceTime me on the phone, Kendall will say, Tender Pups? She wants me to show her on FaceTime the Tender Pups. Oh, yeah, that's, she talks about you a lot and the little puppies, and, and she'll beg me. She'll say, Nanny, please call Bill Bill. Now, when I come over, Kendall has the books in her hands, and she wants me to read them. 
Yes, she does. And she'll take them to her mom or me or anyone's near her. She wants those books read again. Then the second uh, Tender Pup book we did was called uh, Blue Ridge Tender Pups Love the Seasons. And it talks about each season and what they do with their mama. And it's so sweet. And what I love about that book is I love the illustrations. They are so vivid, bright, and colorful. Yeah, uh, Kendall loves that. And she can pick out the, each uh, little dog and their name and, and uh, what's in the book. She can tell you. Yes, she can, because she's made me read it to her many times, and I've seen you have to read it to her. Then the third book that we just did, uh, The Blue Ridge Tender Pups, it's called Brothers and Sisters. And basically um, what it does is it helps children understand the differences between uh, opposites, like maybe Blue likes to take a bath and Ridge likes to get dirty. So it kind of helps children understand what opposites mean and how you can be opposite from someone and still love them. So it has all the tender pups in the book um, being opposite of each other. Yes, I can tell that a difference in Kendall because she can tell me about anything in in those books. Yeah, I think it's been very educational for her. Another thing I love about our Blue Ridge Tender Pup series is the fact that every book, all three of those, each one of them also come in a coloring book option. Oh, yes, and they they enjoy coloring them, and and uh, they just really enjoy those books. For anybody listening to our podcast, um, all of the books that we've written are at Blue Ridge Moments, M-O-M-E-N-T-S dot com. So you can go to blueridgemoments.com, and on our website, it talks about our books, and it will also, if you click on a button, it will take you straight to Amazon. But um, we also keep some books at the office because a lot of times people will come in and they'll want a book. And um, I carry books with me. And when I see little children that, that I think would like to have a book or a, children that's in need, a child that's in need, I love to give them a book. Oh, yeah, they in love. I have never seen a child that didn't like those books. Uh, this year, uh, the Christmas Santa Train, I'm going to make sure I've got plenty of the books that are Hobo Wilson meets uh, Blue Ridge Tender Pups meet Hobo Wilson Christmas Eve. I'm going to make sure we've got lots and lots of books for the children at the Santa Train this 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 December. Oh, they'll really enjoy those books. Well, for the people listening to our podcast, what I'd like to say is that um, I just feel blessed. Animals are beautiful. They're precious treasures sent straight from God. And if I was going to ask a question, I'd say, do you have adoration for the wisdom that animals have? As animals are wise, wouldn't you say, Mom? Oh, yes, I would. They, they are very wise. And I think it's just a God-given um, talent that he gave them. They're wise. And even though their lives are short or they seem short, they live a very deep, rich life. So I think their life feels more full than a human being that lives to be 100, even though they might only live to be anywhere from 10 to 20 years old. I think that their their life is just uh, very, very rich. Actually, it reminds me of um, Psalm 36, and it's verses 5 through 7. It says, Your love, Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies. Your righteousness is like the highest mountains, your justice like the great deep. You, Lord, preserve both people and animals. 
How priceless is your unfailing love. Oh God, people take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Oh, that is so beautiful, and I love it. I do too, Mom. I think it's a beautiful Bible verse, and um, I just thank you so much for doing this podcast with me today. I think you have a phone call, so when we get finished, just wanted to remind you to check your phone. I think Libby was calling you. Oh, yeah, she calls me a lot. Well, anyway, um, would you like to say a prayer before we um, end our podcast? Yes, I would. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for allowing my mother and I to have this fellowship and come together, touching and agreeing. And we want to thank you, Father, for the animals. They seem to be so wise, and we know that you created every single animal on this earth. Father, we know that everyone that you created was for a purpose, and we thank you for allowing us to have these animals to enjoy in our hearts and our lives. We learn so much about love from our animals, and they become our family. Our pets are our family. I don't even consider them pets. They are actually family members. And Father, we thank you for giving us so much love through animals. We want to thank you for every blessing and miracle that you provide us. We thank you for the greatest gift of all, your son, Jesus Christ, that died on the cross and saved us from our past, present, and future sins. By his stripes, the blood of his stripes, we are healed. We were healed at the cross before we even knew we needed to be healed. Father, thank you for all those things. And please watch over our family, our friends, our relatives. Keep them safe, healthy, and happy. And Father, watch over my mother and watch over me. Keep us safe and healthy so that we can continue to do your work and share your love with everyone that we come in contact with. Father, we thank you and ask you for all these things through your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I love those big amens, Mom. You give them to me and um, they make me smile. I look forward to our next podcast. And thank you so much for your wisdom and your time today. I love you, Mom. Bye for now. I love you and bye for now.